more CarPlay discussion, and a fake photo of the Pope. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc, the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Find out more at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the Mac Voices Live panel finishes up a conversation about General Motors, Google, and CarPlay, and then we take a look at a fake generative AI-created picture of the Pope and what it should tell us about seeing is believing. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Brian? Oh, I was just thinking, too, you know, here we are talking about Chevy and these this decision, this policy decision. What if, for example, you know, one or two, three other big manufacturers get on board and kind of do the same thing? And then it's kind of like, where do you go? You know, maybe they'll be the, hand, the holdout company that strikes a great deal with Apple. But then it'll kind of be, you know, such a, a niche market of saying, you know, I, maybe it's, uh, say, Hyundai or Kia or whatever. You know, it's like, okay, do you love your CarPlay that much to specifically always buy that particular brand? And not look at the others just because of CarPlay, where right right now it's everyone but GM, maybe Tesla as well. I think that's the point when Project Titan drops. Well, I don't know about that, but you know, remember we're also you know, it'd be a, it'd be one thing if GM was saying we're going to develop the whole stack, and you know we're going to make software, which you know I. I don't think they could do, but no, we've seen they're, them try before. they're getting in bed with GM. I mean, I'm sorry, GM, Google, right? So when you talk about other manufacturers, you know, following along, you think all these other manufacturers want to all get in bed with Google? Um, I, I'm not so sure, you know, other manufacturers are going to be, you know, it, it could be that. GM does this and Google winds up the winner and GM winds up screwed no matter, even if they do it and, and, you know, somewhat pull it off, you know, now they're beholden to Google. Um, it, it, it does set up a point of differentiation for various manufacturers so that, okay, we're going to offer this because I mean, it wasn't that long ago or maybe I'm just old, but it wasn't that long ago that, you know, there were, there were, uh, companies that were advertising Harman Kardon sound systems and Bose sound systems and, you know, as, as differentiating points. Now, did anybody actually buy a car for the sound system? Nobody that I know, but you know, this just feels like it's another, it takes it to another degree. And, yeah, and I, yeah, I, don't, I, I think this is way different than a sound system. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, you I, know, I, 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 you know, yeah. the sound systems are different and like, you know, very you know minor degrees but you know being able to use your phone for you know uh you know and oh i can i can you know i mean there's all these apps there are carplay apps now i can have podcast apps on there and i can have ways and i can you know uh you know i people that's that's not Harmon carton versus jbl that's huge I, I think oh, Jeff go. I, I fear that GM is thinking that people at the end of the day, aren't going to care that much about what software is running in their car. 
at uh I mean before we had the whole CarPlay thing how many people knew or cared what kind of software was was running on their car and well, the answer is back that, they, to that they didn't but, well because there was no software that. running in the car yeah well there's all kinds of software was, running in the car there was no user facing software right and uh, well there was because okay like like jim you and i we have user facing software in our priuses because we right. have a touchscreen interface that lets us do certain things in our car what operating system is running that what software is that? we we don't know and you at the ask. time we didn't care apple changed that for us i mean the other thing um you know i'm not sure that didn't care is completely Right. I mean, you know, you know, did it have capacitance or resistive touchscreen and, you know, definitely So, okay, Jim, you and I, we cared. I think the average consumer didn't care and didn't even car, think about the fact that there's are big purchases, you know, yeah. after oh, a house, yes. it's the big, biggest purchase that, that people make. And and they spend a huge amount of time in their cars. I, I I just don't think they're as cavalier. And especially if they've gotten used to, you know, oh, I can just plop my phone in, and you know, now now you're mostly getting uh, wireless CarPlay, and and boom, you know, all my contacts come up, my playlists come up, you know, my favorite destinations come up, um, and you know, and I can do those on my phone in my house and then when i pop in the car boom that's all there uh you think you know and you know how many people you know 10 20 million people at least now or maybe 50 million people have already experienced that and then they're going to get in another car that doesn't do that and they're going to be like oh well i you know i don't really care i i don't think so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, i i think there's one major difference here 10 years ago when or so when carplay first started we were really still in the quote unquote MP3 era where most music we had on devices with was either ripped or purchased from a music store. We're in the streaming uh, subscription era. I mean, if GM has a car that doesn't have Apple music, I can't use my Apple music subscription through Google play music or uh, Spotify. That's oh, you um, know, and another aspect. What if they of say this, you GM tunes? This, but th this, well, I, I don't want that. And the other thing is, I, this car is going to have to have uh, LTE in it, right, or whatever. It's going to have its own. It's going to have to have its own cellular connection, which means you're going to have to pay for another uh, cellular account. Well, people are going to notice that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, CarPlay Car 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 hijacks. You know, yeah. CarPlay just uses the, the the monthly cellular subscription you've already got. But if you divorce the phone from it, then you know. And some cars have that already. They do have LTE, but it's not really common. And well, Jim, what know, if not, what if they do a thing when you pair your phone so that um, you can have your Bluetooth? connection for hands-free calling if uh the, the car 
just piggybacks onto the cellular connection in the phone and uses that. But they can't do that because what if you don't have a phone? Um, that's basically the point of this, that they want to control that um, if they're routing it through something else. And then imagine the support nightmare of of, of that. Um, <clears throat> that's that's a big one, Jim. That's, yeah, that, they, that's, that's that, a good point. Okay, know, they could do something where it has its own cellular uh, connection. Um, but then when you connect your phone, if your phone's available, it will grab that instead of using theirs. So you're paying for it through your phone. Well, unless they're just making you pay for the connection. Because, um, I mean, that well, that's having what they, to pay for the connection is. isn't they want, always they want you the to same. Pay them. They, they want you to pay, you know, pay them for, for that. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, if you're paying for the services, maybe the connection is, is rolled in. Like, like what uh, Amazon always has always done with Kindle. You don't have to have Wi-Fi to download books, but you're not paying for a separate cellular connection, even though it's built into the Kindle. I think the cars will have to have um, active cellular all the time, whether you're paying for it or not. Because otherwise they can't collect any of that data that they're picking up. That's a good right. point. Yeah, that's a, that's their goal is to try and get as many of their customers to pay for the cellular data that they're using to collect information on you. Yep. Also, uh, modern cars are more a smart device with wheels than a traditional vehicle. So they do have to have that cellular connection for constant mm -hmm. updates. And if we get to the point that we have self-driving cars, they're going to have to be communicating with, you know, a, a command and control mm -hmm. place, a location, as well as potentially communicating with, with each other. And that the, will probably be cars. a cellular connection. So, yeah. Hey, I'm going to move us on a little bit, but um, I, I do want everyone who hears this discussion to go to your uh, local GM dealer and pitch a fit. <laughs> and, you know, and, <laughs> Because that's the way we're going to get this thing reversed is just, you know, walk in and say, you're not going to support CarPlay. I'm going elsewhere. I think or I you could just write GM themselves and not pester people trying to make a living. No, no, I, no. Then, you know what? I'm only, I'm only half serious and only half kidding. Um, but I, I think they're going to listen to dealers a lot sooner. You're only going to buy one car, but a dealer is buying a whole lot, of, whole lot of cars from, you know, from GM. And so they're going to have a bigger voice, just like the TV affiliates, you know, with the networks, they have a bigger voice than just, you know, one or two of us. So today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. When someone is just exceptionally good at what they do, it could be a waiter, it could be a chef, it could be a doctor. You know you're in good hands. It's like seeing a waiter balance five trays of sizzling fajitas on one arm. You're confident in them. When you find the right doctor, you can feel it. You feel heard and at ease. On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is seamless. The quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, 
and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Burlette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for supporting this week's Mac Voices. I think I, just, I hope I didn't just cite a riot. It did not incite a riot. I, but. I, you know, I, I think the dealers already, you know, the people at dealers are already imagining trying to sell cars that don't have CarPlay, especially high-end cars. As, mm-hmm. you know, somebody pointed out, they're going to start with electric cars. That's the high end. Uh, that's that's just going to be a nightmare for the dealers. Yeah. Um. So who saw the, the uh, photo of the Pope in the big white puffy coat? I love that photo. Okay. I don't think I did. So, you didn't? Oh, well, okay. I'm, After I'm you shared an article, I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go and look at that. And oh, maybe, maybe I did see that, but I didn't really mean anything to me. What does it mean? Well, it's completely fake. That's oh. that's the thing. Um, I just threw two articles here in our private chat. Oh, and obviously, folks, all these links will be in the show notes for the episodes. Um, but the the one shows the, the Pope in the white puffer coat. Uh, and also the other one is a discussion of the company that publishes MidJourney, the graphics uh, software that was used to create the image. And I, a couple of the articles I saw, you know, they tore it apart because if you if you zoom in real close, you can see that the hands aren't right and that I think there was a, a cross or a medal hanging around the Pope's neck that wasn't quite, you know, proper. But if you took a casual look at this on social media, there was no question. That's the Pope in a big white puffer coat. Chuck, my, yeah. my favorite part of this story mm-hmm. is not that people were duped by by an AI-generated image of the Pope in a puffy jacket. It's that the guy that made the image did it as a joke while he was tripping on mushrooms. He had no idea this was going to be the thing that it became. Oh, I missed that part. I hadn't even heard that. Yeah, he, he was interviewed. I forgot who interviewed him. But, um, yeah, he, he was like, yeah, I totally made that. I was tripping on mushrooms. Uh-huh. <laughs> Eric, you said that you found the discussion about uh, detecting it interesting. Yeah, the the whole discussion about um, uh, the AI generated images, especially with people in it, looking at fingers, fingers that aren't complete, fingers that are hands that don't have the right numbers of fingers. Um, uh, that they kind bend of thing. the wrong directions. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, that that was really kind of interesting and you know since then as people have said oh this is a generated image or this is this is fake that kind of thing has been pretty much true that hasn't they haven't figured out how to generate fingers correctly i um that i just found that kind of an interesting thing to look at i imagine at some point they will start you know covering that with basic internet hygiene classes in, in, in school where they, 
You know, say when when a picture shows up, count the fingers and don't respond to email and don't give out your social security number. You know, it's just going to be sort of a basic component. It just keeps evolving. So, so all of a sudden, the live long and prosper symbol is going to take on a whole new meaning. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I, I guess the point for me here was that, yeah, the detection was interesting, but just how many people went wild over this and and didn't, you know, they never even questioned it. And and to your point, Eric, this is now, but what's it going to be in 12 months, 18 months as the software improves? I mean, it's no longer is a picture going to be proof of much of anything. I mean, we ha- so, we have. Didn't, a didn't we fake. get there like a long time? You know, I thought we got to that point a while ago. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Photoshop. Yeah. I mean, we we have deep fake technology that is so good that uh, Lucas Arts hired a single guy to do uh, Luke Skywalker in a way that all of their people, all their high priced say their technology could not. I mean, we're, we have to deal with the fact that we're going to be de- dealing with fakes that are very believable. I mean, if you don't look at this very, very closely, you can be fooled by it quite easily. Sure. Sure. I, and I mean, again, yeah. How many people are going to take the time to look at or are the fingers right? And are there all this, you know, they just look and, okay, the Pope was cold. They gave him a big white puffer jacket. I mean, makes perfect sense. So, I, you know, well, I, Chuck, I well, agree you know, so there's, there's, there's not, in this case, there's not a, there's not really high stakes. You know, it's like, well, who cares if he wears a puffer jacket or not? So, you know. The problem no. is going to be in something that's where there's some actual stakes. Yeah, right. And that and that's why I love this because there were. You're right, Jim. There there are no high stakes to this, other than you know maybe for some of the outdoor companies. Um, but beyond that, you know, this one this was completely frivolous. What happens when it's serious? Mm-hmm. I think so, it's good that we're having people this will discussion. count the fingers more carefully. Yeah, Ben. I think it's good that we're having this discussion on something with zero stakes. Uh, so we don't have to have it. Well, we're going to have it again, but it keeps us mindful for when this does happen with on something that's important. Agreed. Jeff, well, you were I mean, the, the issue is it's becoming less expensive to do this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it used to, it used to take a lot of talent. Um, and it's yeah. going to take less and less talent. Yeah, Jeff, you were trying to get in there too. Oh, um, yeah. The whole thing about uh, about it's a problem that people aren't going to be looking at these images critically. That's been a problem for us for a long time. Uh, most people, not only do they not look, but they don't know what to look for in yeah. a photoshopped image. Um, you know, so may- maybe there's this uh, this photo of the mountains and uh and I photoshop Jim into it so it looks like he's on this this hike in the Rockies with me. And uh and people don't know to look for the artifacting around 
around Jim or uh, the fact that the shadows on our faces are the opposite directions. Um, the lighting is wrong. I mean, there's the, the coloring is wrong. There's so many things that, uh, that make up a, um, an image that's done incorrectly and it's fast and easy to do. People don't know, they don't know what to look for and they, and they will see these things and they just take them as fact. Um, mm-hmm. a, an example I saw a couple of days ago uh, a group of uh, of AI generated images. This person did um, a whole photo series about taking infants skydiving, and uh, and and the comments on the fo- on this photo set, people were flipping out. I mean, how can you do that? These babies don't even have helmets on, and uh, and this is completely unsafe. And and some of these babies are being dropped out of planes with with parachutes, and there's not even a, another person with them, and and just on and on. And I'm looking at the images, and I'm like, okay, this one's just uncanny valley. This one, uh, the baby has fingers screwing out of the back of its hand, and I, and I could just go down the images and look at them, and I'm like, yeah, these are obviously all AI generated. And they're really funny because I know they're AI generated, but other people were having serious emotional meltdowns over this. Have you, you know, ever been on next door? Yeah. I, I do (laughs) not go on next door anymore at all for anything because, uh, because I got off a quick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do not need that level of toxic negativity in my life. Oh, but it's, it's not just a question of that. It's a question of, like you said, of people believing anything. Yeah. And not crit- thinking critically. I mean, that's, you know, they don't need uh, AI generated images to not think critically. Um, they they will not think critically, full stop. Um, how about, you know? Uh, and Jim, to your, to, to, to your point earlier, too, I mean, we've had we've had Photoshop and we've had airbrushing, you know, the whole way back to the sixties with Playboy that, you know, the, the images that you were seeing. There there wasn't any airbrushing in Playboy. Come on. (laughs) I'll go back and do research, Jim. Um, But, but, you know, no, seriously, I mean, there's always been a desire to enhance images and we just now have it at a whole new level. And now you, you're you going to have to be even more critical uh, in, in looking at things. And Jeff, you know, your point's well taken. I mean, maybe maybe that's a topic we should cover at some point is, you know, all the things you need to look for if you're trying to determine whether an image is accurate or not. Because most of us would do just what a lot of those people did. They jump in because we know people are crazy and say, oh, my God, how could you do this? Just like believing that the Pope was wearing a white puffer jacket. <laughs> right. Next time on Mac Voices, our conversation about photo manipulation wraps up with a classic example that predates any AI. Then we take a look at some of Google's failures and what it says about why you should rely on them or shouldn't rely on them for their services. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, 
Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com